What's up, guys? It's your girl Tish back with another episode. So, today we are going to be talking about triggers. Do you know your triggers? What are triggers? What triggers you? Over the last couple of months, um, I would say that my triggers have been triggered a lot more um, than I have allowed them to in the past. I think this all comes from being more communicative with my wife, you know, letting her know when things bother me. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I'm learning that um, you really don't even know yourself sometimes. Like if you really sit back and think about it, think about maybe a situation that happened and you reacted a certain way. You were probably very shocked at the way that you reacted because you're sitting here thinking to yourself like, dang, did I just do that? Did I just react that way? Or you may even say to yourself, dang, I can't believe I reacted that way. You know, it shocked you because you really don't, we, we really don't know who we are as well because um, let me tell you. So today I am a travel agent. I am a licensed nail tech. I am a mom, you know, I'm a wife. I work for a collection agency. I also am a notary. Um, I have a custom printing company, you know. Um, I, so I do all these different things. And sometimes I wake up and I'm just astounded at the life that I have and who, who I am today. Because who I am today is not who I was yesterday or the day before yesterday or even last year and the year before last, which furthermore lets me know that last year I didn't know that who I, I didn't know myself last year because I'm coming into more of myself every year. Um, the same thing with anyone else who is living. My grandmother, who is 97, 96 years old, um, has always told me, you know, if you don't learn something new every day, you're not living. And I'm a firm believer in that because I want to learn something new about myself every day. Now, one of the things I don't like to learn is my triggers. I, I, I like to learn them, but then at the same time, I don't. Um, so I have this thing where I really feel that if I explain to you how to do something, if I show you how to do something, if I tell you how to do something, those three things, which explaining to you how to do it and telling you how to do it really is the same thing. But, you know, maybe you told a person how to do something and you just ain't really going into details versus explaining it. You're going into details. So those three things happen and they happen, you know, let's just say three times. I have done it three different occasions by the fourth or fifth time i would expect for you to know what you're doing or kind of have some type of you know uh some type of guide or some type of thought an inkling of a thought that you know what you're doing so i want to use this example because i know he never minds me using him as an example thing number two aka my middle son aka mr handsome himself so Handsome is now 18. I think when I started this podcast, Handsome was about 15 or 16. Um, so I may have talked about him here and there. Not really sure. Nevertheless, Handsome is a very, very, very independent young man. When I say independent, he is very independent. He wants you to tell him how to do it, maybe even show him how to do it. And then after that, he really kind of got it on his own. Well, Handsome has this thing with getting gas. He acts like he does not know how to get gas. We have this thing called Fuel Rewards. A lot of people that have Shell know about Fuel Rewards. If you have t uh, T-Mobile, you definitely know about Fuel Rewards because, baby, Tuesdays you get in that Fuel Reward, that extra little money off. 
So we tell him, you know, when you go and get gas, you want to hit fuel rewards. You want to use either I or his mom's number, um, you know, and this is what you want to pay. Well, Handsome does not like paying at the pump because typically when he was paying at the pump, he was using his Cash App card and not his Chase card. So Cash App was like, yeah, no, nah, we're going to have to hold some of this money, baby, because we don't know what's popping. And he hated the whole process. He don't like, don't hold his money. Give him his money. So yesterday he goes into the store and he... Um, <laughs> He gets gas and he pays $50 on pump, whatever. He goes back to the pump. He calls and he's like, can you help me? And I'm like, yeah. So he's like, it's not taking the fuel rewards. It keeps saying, see cashier. I'm like, well, it says you prepaid 50. So, okay, let's try it again. We'll see if it works. If not, you're going to have to go inside the store, cancel that $50 that you put in there. And you're going to have to let them know, hey, I need 50 on whatever this pump is, but I want to use my fuel rewards. It seems like he missed that step, you guys. So some of you may be saying, well, you didn't tell him he had to do that. That's one of those things I honestly did not know I needed to tell him because I, I really just thought, you know, if you're getting gas and you typically put in fuel rewards, you would at least inquire, ask a question. But one thing I had to realize and know about Handsome is Handsome, he don't ask questions. No, baby, that's not one of my children that's going to really ask a lot of questions, honey. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get him out of that. But it became an irritant for me. That was one of those things that was like a trigger. Like I, I, I immediately start to feel feelings <laughs> that I don't like to feel. Another trigger for me is um, me saying something to someone and then them ask, asking me a question in reference to what I just said. And that's a trigger because it's like... So, you hear what I just said? <laughs> like, it's very irritating. And what I notice is it's super irritating for outsiders to do it to me. But my wife, she really gets away with a lot. And I don't mean get away with a lot in a bad way. I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean that it's a lot of things that she does that if another person did it, it would just irritate my soul. I probably would like spaz out, snap or something of that nature. But when she does it, it's just like, oh, okay, whatever. I, I really have a lot of a lot more patience for my spouse. I really, really, really do. Um, and I think that that is very important to have when you're in a relationship. And it's not to say to ignore your triggers. No, because see, people get it misconstrued. People feel like triggers are those things that you just won't tolerate. No, 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 no. Triggers are, if I'm dating you, I'm in a relationship with you. Um, a perfect example, I'm gonna share a little bit, you know, of my life with you guys. So I stayed in a hotel here in Atlanta. I won't disclose the hotel um, because you really could <laughs> Google it and that just ain't important. I stayed in a hotel here in Atlanta years ago um, and I was assaulted in this hotel. Um, this particular hotel room did not have one of those locks on the door. It just had the little key lock type of thing or whatever. Um, the person came to the room, acted as if they were room service and was able, you know, to just push the door open when I opened the door. Um, not even room service shot cause it was a rinky dink hotel. I'm sorry. Housekeeping. Let me keep that all the way 1000. Cause again, I'm real with y'all. I do not lie to y'all. No reason to half of y'all don't even know me. Okay. Period. Nevertheless, um, so the person was, uh, they were able to push the door open. So one of my triggers was someone knocking on a door. This was years ago. We're in 2022. This is no longer my trigger, but I'm just trying to give you guys an idea of what a trigger is versus things that you won't tolerate in relationships or in 
well relationships because that could be the person you're dating or a friendship or even the she your children and that's a relationship um so one of my triggers was knocking on the door um if you knocked on the door I would probably piss myself I would jump out of my skin so I never put myself in it I never put me myself in a position for a person to knock on a door never 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 and I know some of y'all are like well how the hell you do that easy (laughs) very easy um I left that hotel and I stayed with a friend who you know was much like me you know we don't do the in in and out and people coming to your door and stuff like that no so I didn't have to worry about nobody knocking on her door at all period point blank um the most I I think the most I had gotten triggered was after I met my wife um yeah, after I met my wife, I stayed some. I stayed at a hotel, and she was coming to see me or drop off. I think she was dropping off something. Nevertheless, she called. She knew this was a trigger, so she called me. Um, and she always she she showed me how to put the little sign on the door to say like "Do not disturb" or whatever. So nobody ever knocked on the door. All of these things, you know, transpired or whatever. So I learned that those type of things. But as I got into the relationship with my wife and I started to feel protected by my wife and safe by my wife and secure with my wife, those that particular trigger went away. So we're having deep conversations and somebody knocks on the door. It does not scare me. It does not freak me out. But I literally, you guys would get so scared. Like I would start crying. I remember being somewhere, you know, shortly after this had happened and I, somebody knocked on the door. And it was knocking like they was police and they had the wrong door. You know what I'm saying? I guess whoever they was looking for ended up coming up, but I don't know. I hopped in the motherfucking tub. Don't ask me where I was going. I don't know where I was going. I just hopped in the tub because <laughs> I needed to get away. And I was crying and I stayed there crying bought up for a good little minute. That's a trigger. Things I will not accept in my marriage, in my relationship with friends, in my relationship with my children. That's something totally different totally different so my wife has this thing that she would not accept me um getting a loan or putting myself in a financial ruin to where I got to quote unquote figure out a way or whatever so it's like yeah no that's something I won't accept a trigger for her is um what is a trigger for her for me a trigger for her for me I honestly think would be me grabbing my phone because typically in the past when I I was getting loans and I was just doing a lot of malicious things that you know in my mind did not affect her because I really didn't understand you know how whatever you know how they say what I eat don't make you shit I really didn't understand that in a marriage I've never been married before so it wasn't a trial and error for me never um, but when I pick up my phone, I feel like that's a trigger. She, I think she immediately gets not, she gets really, really scared because I'm always doing something on my phone. So now I had to channel that into more productive things. Um, so my, my more productive things now when I pick up my phone is, you know, I'm looking for flights for people. I'm looking at hotels. I'm looking at cruises. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm looking at crafts. I'm looking at my next project that I want to do and things of that nature. So I said all of that to say, to give you guys like a little background, Just to come on here and talk to you guys and say, you know, please, 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 it is very important to know your triggers, um, know what you will and will not tolerate in a relationship and really stand on those things. The more you allow things to happen, the more they will continue to happen if you are with a person who does not want to change for you or themselves. For instance, for myself personally, and I can tell y'all this because again, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. My wife and I have still had financial struggles, mainly on my end. As always, they are on my end because I don't feel that our finances should be 
not necessarily merge. I just feel like, you know, if I'm paying whatever it is that you're asking me to pay for in a household and you're paying whatever it is that you pay, you know, what you do with your money is what you do with your money. What I do with my money is what I do with my money. I really, truly, wholeheartedly believe that. I don't feel that I should have to ask you to make a decision on, you know, things that are minute, things that are not, I feel are not going to affect the household. Um, And y'all, please share y'all insight with me. How do y'all feel about that? Like, do you and your husband or you and your wife, do y'all share finances? Do y'all talk about purchases? If y'all talk about purchases, what are these purchases? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you having a discussion before you go and buy a pair of shoes, before you go and buy yourself some food? Because I don't want to be, I, I, that's just, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And she knows that um, we have that uh, that particular understanding where if I'm going to go buy me something to eat, I'm not, mm, I'm not consulting with you about my food. Like, no, we don't have to consult about that. Big purchases, I do understand absolutely because they could affect your household. Um, anything that you do as far as a loan, whether you is just in your name or you and your spouse's name, if it's just in your name and you are married, it still affects your spouse. It still affects your spouse. If you are married and you are thinking about getting a loan, I'm telling you right now today, don't do it. Do not do it. Do not mash go. Do not press yes, enter, accept. Do not press any of that because you have not talked to your spouse about it yet. My wife gave me a very, very great example. I just recently got a loan um, last month because I was, you know, me. I was in a financial ruin, me personally. And I know some of y'all out there judging. (laughs) How you married and you in a financial? Because I don't talk to her about my finances. (laughs) I don't go to her and say, hey, I got $100 left in my account and I don't get paid for another two weeks. What's up? What's popping, sis? Can you give me some money? I don't do that. And I am, I know some people are like, well, you're married. You're married. You're absolutely correct. I am very much so married in God's eyes and by the state of Georgia. I am very much so married, but I also very much so have a lot more years of doing things on my own financially than I do of doing things together collectively so my friend gave me a really really great analogy I think that's how you said the word and she just told me straight up you know how is your wife going to be comfortable with coming to you wanting to buy a property wanting to you know do this and wanting to do that if she can't even trust you with finances and that resonated with me I'm like oh yeah no we're good on all aspects like my wife knows I would never cheat on her I would never lie to her about the next person I, I wouldn't lie to her at all like I really would not some people are like well she don't know you got a loan that's lying babe she ain't ask because the, the minute she asks I tell it you know what I'm saying I, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna lay it all on the lot what that song say lay it at the altar I, I lay it all on the table when she acts and i'm gonna wrap this up because we have 15 minutes so nevertheless we are good on all aspects except finances my wife does not trust me with money and it's so crazy because she don't trust me with my own money (laughs) because if i had her money oh best believe she know i would not f that up like no i don't steal from her i never have i never will i don't mess with people's credit that's not my thing like mm -mm, no i f up my own credit and money before (laughs) before i mess with somebody else's credit and money like that's just not gonna happen so we're gonna wrap this up by just again please 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 know your triggers i hope this was a good episode for you guys Know your triggers. Voice your triggers. You cannot be upset with somebody for not knowing. That's another thing. 
A person can't change what they do, how they do, and how they move if they don't know how they moving. So if a person is triggering you, you need to sit them down and have a conversation. If you feel like you don't know how to bring it to them in a very respectful manner without yelling, without cussing and fussing because you don't have to do all of that, write them a letter, send them a text, bitch, send them a pigeon. I don't care. But you need to convey your emotions. You need to stop harboring those things in. And you need to let it be known. That stress will kill you. Understand? All right, sugar. We're going to let y'all go. Thank y'all for listening. Have a great one.